Yo, welcome back to the Week in Review podcast. I'm your host, Sean. I don't know why I made saying that a habit, but it is. So, here we go. Finally got all the fucking kids out the room. That took way too long, but it is what it is. Um, I hope you had a good weekend, because I fucking know me and the boys did. We went to Akon, which is a, bit, a lot bigger than Anime Dallas. That's, this is the second anime convention I've been to and I gotta say just off rip just off location alone it uh started a whole lot better than anime Dallas anime Dallas was located in the middle of the DFW airport so getting there was a hassle because I didn't have my toll roads turned on that's the grand fucking secret to getting in you gotta have toll roads turned on if not it's gonna make you do a loop-de-loop six times and if you're me That'll make you start yelling and getting mad and upset and um, having a fucking anxiety attack. Because you're just going the same same way over and over and nothing's going to change. So you're just wasting gas. And there's nowhere to stop and park and figure it out either. So you're kind of just fucked. I was kind of fucked, but not, 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 nothing like that this time. This was located in Irving at the Irving Convention Center and we stayed at the hotel which when we got there we found out was literally across the street from the convention center like 20 steps you know what i'm saying not not if you walked the, to the crosswalk like we did i'm saying just cut and clear across but it was really nice we um pulled up on friday cuz uh it it is actually 4 days technically but thursday was barely anything and the hotel room was already kind of expensive um so you know, we, we got there Friday at 10 a.m. We drove up and uh, parked in the convention center parking. It was 10 bucks. It is what it is. And I'm not going to lie. The first thing I did when I got there was take a shot because I, I've been telling myself or I was telling myself I'm that whole weekend. I'm going to be fucked up. It's it's a vacation and I'm going to spend my time wisely. So as soon as we got there. I, um, <laughs> well, actually, Ricardo was bringing Jim Beam Black for me, so I asked him to take it out so I could take a shot, but, um, I don't know, I, w- I was either texting or talking to Michael or some shit, or I was not paying attention at all, because Ricardo had it out and was waiting, and then went ahead and put it back up by the time I, I went, I, like, realized, and he was like, nope, it's too late now, so I had to do a shot of Fireball, not the same, but still gave me the same, uh, you know, sense. It was about the um, the ritual behind it, I guess. You know, getting the whole thing, the whole shebang started. And also for this weekend, I had um, planned ahead because normally when I go out of town, I I bring rolling papers in my dugout, and I'll, I'll do that to smoke. But this time, I thought, um, you know, I have one. I have a friend that gets this box, this weed subscription service, and I know he has extra bubblers, so I asked, and sure enough, he has one that was. I'd say about five inches tall, six inches tall, fit right in my suitcase, and man, that shit, MVP of the weekend, uh, super convenient, and he sold it to me for 10 bucks, so uh, just even, even not even the price, just convenience alone, if you smoke and you're staying somewhere like that, uh, definitely recommend, 100%, 10 out of 10, um, but yeah, we I, I took a shot and then we started walking around. I think we went to the dealer's den first, uh, which is where all the art and stuff is. We we were looking. I didn't get 
anything the first day, I don't think. We did most of our shopping on Sunday, which I'll get to, and I'll tell you about everything I got, if you care. Well, I'm going to tell you either way, but if you care, you have that to look forward to. But Friday, 10 a.m., we were walking around um, doing some panels. I don't think... Oh, no, no, we did. We did. We we went to the um, cash in this panel, and... um, we were like, no way it's going to be the same old guy from the anime Dallas thing. Um, but we, we went in, and it was at 12 a.m., so we were pretty tired. And we sat down, and we hear this, like, old reserve dude <laughs> talking about, well, you see the, the titties on this one. Well, <laughs> and we look up, and it's the same old guy. He, he has a different um, he has a different anime titty background a picture on his computer, a screensaver. He has a different one this time, but uh, same dude, same presentation. Well, not the same presentation. There were different pictures. Um, yeah, that was a trip. I don't know. That that dude is, is the, just the juxtaposition of it is funny. It's like, I guess that's exactly who you would think would be into this kind of shit, stereotypically. It's like some old middle-aged dude who doesn't get out much. I'm not ragging on the dude. You don't know who you don't know who it is either. He was pretty cool. But um, you know, it's, I guess that's exactly what you picture, but that's not what I picture would like say I'm going to run a panel, you know. I, I wouldn't think that they have the balls to go out there, but sure enough, this dude's doing it. And he's doing it everywhere, so good on him. I mean, it's got to be doing something right if people keep bringing him back. And he was talking about expanding and doing new events, too, so that's what's up. I'm going to get a drink of water real quick, but... Another thing that happened Friday, which I thought was kind of funny, we were walking around, and um, we, we finally got in this one line, and this dude with, like, a nostril piercing, and then... The one above that, like in in the top part of their nose, I I think it's septum. I'm not sure. Probably not. So don't hold me to that. But the like the top part of their nose. All right, I'm gonna get that water. He came up to us and he asked Kevin if he knew where the parties were. Like room parties, because there's one big party that's on the schedule. But he's like, hey, do you know where like the room parties are? Kevin was like, nah, 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 nah. And the dude said, oh, well, I mean, I saw your shoes and, you know, all, all the furries here wear cool shoes. I, I'm a furry, by the way. He said, he said, all the all the furries here are wearing clean shoes, so I thought you might know. And Kevin was like, oh, nah, man, I'm not a furry, but I appreciate it, you know, clean shoes. He said, hey, but, but let us know if you find where they are, though. And he said, all right, bet, bet. And um, we didn't see that dude for the rest of the day, but. We went to Friday. There was this concert thing that was at the, I thought it was at the Toyota Pavilion, but it was like at this thing outside the Toyota Pavilion. It's called um, Fuck Something Plaza. I feel like it was an, I feel like there was alliteration, so it, it was p- p- something P Plaza, and the music was pretty lame. We were dancing around for a second, me and Kevin and Michael. We like got got about as close as we could get. Uh, Ricardo and Johnny stayed behind and, um, oh wait, did I even say how I'm, how we met Johnny? I guess I'll say that in a second. They just stayed behind and then a a second passes and Johnny comes up to us and he's like, are you guys really having fun? And he's, it's funny he said that because Kevin had just been talking shit about the music the whole time because he said, you know, we're kind of fucked up, but like, this shit just isn't dirty enough, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... It's too like 
And then I said, um, like Roblox, you know, like Roblox theme music. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what it is. And so we, we were just making fun of this shit the whole time. So when Johnny came up, he's like, are y'all feeling this shit? We're like, hell no. Are you ready to leave? And he's like, yeah, Ricardo's been trying to leave this whole time. So we walked back and, um, yeah, it was pretty fun. But on Friday, the way we met Johnny, right? So I don't know, you know, catch you up real quick. Johnny was uh, is Ricardo's friend that he added to the group chat and everything. And, um, you know, none of us had met him before. So we were, it was right after we checked into our hotel room around uh, 3 o'clock, I'm pretty sure. Uh, we, 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 we had uh, split off because me and Michael had our own room and then Kevin and Ricardo had their own room. So me and Michael put our shit down and we're going back. We were uh, all going to move our cars over. So I needed to get my keys from Ricardo, who I had uh, I'd put it in his bag. So when we came down and then they came down to meet us, I noticed Ricardo didn't have his bag on him. So I had to send him back, sadly. I mean, I felt kind of bad, but, you know, my keys are in your bag, fam. Like, uh, that's part of it. So he uh, started walking back. And on his way walking back, this girl walked up to him. And they just kind of like talked there for a second. And then he kept walking back to his room, and the girl followed him. And um, we were like, who's that? You know, I wonder I wonder why they're, why they're talking to him. And he didn't think much of it. And the second passes, Ricardo comes back with my shit. And the girl came with him. And it turns out it wasn't a girl. It was Johnny cosplaying as, um, I think, as a character from a fighting game. Because he was making a joke about this girl came up to him and at, and talked about, oh, I've only seen this character and this character from this game. Uh, what do you think about blah, 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 blah. And he's actually never played the game or some shit, so he just had to, like, bullshit his way through that or whatever. Um, but no, we, I, we were like, oh, shit, that's Johnny, okay. <laughs> and so we met him kind of randomly like that. He just kind of walked up to us, and uh, we were like, oh, shit. And then, yeah, he was a cool dude, though. Like, once we got to the um, once we got to the parking lot, he had to ride back with me to the hotel. And, you know, for a second, he was sitting there just being real quiet. But then after that, he started to open up. And um, we were just shooting the shit by the time we were halfway through the parking lot, you know. So he was a pretty cool dude. Um, you know, I'm going to admit up front that this, was, this is, like, a, the wrong way of thinking and not really cool and i'm gonna i'm gonna admit that all up front because i do want to say it on the podcast you know i was sitting here thinking like man do i want to say this do i not want to say this because it's a you know it could i could come off looking like a dick but you know you have to be a dick to get better and the fact that i'm like even thinking about it and i just had another stupid realization about my own fucked up flawed way of thinking about it so I'm going to put it out there because, you know, it's for the betterment. It's for, you know, hopefully someone else hears this and like, yeah, maybe you're right about that. So what I want to say is that, um, to be completely honest, when I see someone um, cross-dressing, I do think that that's a little weird and I expect them to be weird because of that. Like that's a a stereotype, I guess, because I see that and I expect them to be a certain type of way or whatever, but you know, more and more, especially with Akon and shit, and meeting people, um, I, I'm just fucking wrong, you know, that's very ignorant of me, um, Johnny, like, 
not knowing him, you know, I saw him cross dressing as whatever character. And I was thinking, damn, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of strange or whatever. I wasn't going to treat him any different. I wasn't going to treat him any type of way. But my first gut reaction instinct thought about him was, man, this dude's going to be kind of whack or whatever. Like, I don't know how he's going to act. You know what I'm saying? But he was a nice ass dude. Manners, the whole shit. Generous guy. Brought plenty of drinks for everybody, you know. No, I I could say nothing bad about this dude from the whole weekend that I spent with him. But my initial gut reaction, just because, you know, of what he was wearing, uh, was to doubt him. And that's fucked up. And, you know, I'm happy to say that I'm realizing that. And, you know, at least I'm not a full fucking bigot, right? I I just have that initial gut reaction. And then I can, you know, get better from there. But no. And then just sitting here thinking about, hmm, do I want to say this? Do I want to fucking put this out there or not? Um, I had the realization that I don't think a girl, I don't think if I saw a girl cosplaying a guy, I would feel any certain type of way about that or I would expect her to act a certain way. So why the fuck do I have that going the opposite way? You know what I'm saying? That's a double standard. And that's not fair. That's, That's dumb of me and that's not fair to anybody to think that way. So... Um, I'm glad I had to sit here and think about that because I had that realization and that made it so much more blatant and clear to me that the um, that's a flawed way of thinking. So um, that's another thing I'm happy about, Akon. Shit, um, making me a better person. Goddamn, but no, nah, I wanted to say that. Um, and yeah, Johnny was a super cool dude. Uh, we We met him up on Friday and then I think I already talked about everything we did on Friday, so... Now that I've got that out the way, um, gonna talk about Saturday. Saturday we did the Bleach cosplay, which um, I don't know how updated y'all are on that, but I could not get the mask printed. That really sucks. Um, it is what it is, though, because at the end of the day, I'm not there to like. I'm not there to cosplay. I'm there to have a good ass time. We're only cosplaying because. Um, well, last year, Kevin wanted to, and I was like, fuck it, why not? And it's fun to do as a group. So we all did uh, characters from Bleach. Kevin did the kid with the, like, dragon ice sword. I'm sorry, I, d- I haven't watched that much Bleach. So this is going to be a shitty uh, description. Um, Ricky was Rukia. That's, like, the main girl. And then um, Michael was the the captain with two swords it was pretty cool he had like a pink robe on and a white robe on and then i was uh i was mr bleach himself ichigo um the the my clothes look pretty good and they fit pretty good i didn't have a problem with them really sagging until you know i'd already been walking around for a while and shit started to come loose uh the one complaint that i do have a little bit is the hairspray i i i definitely wanted it to be a lot brighter than it was I, it was more of like a Riverdale Archie red, like orange than a Ichigo, but it is what it is. People knew who I was supposed to be. I was walking around with the sword, which I thought would get annoying, but it was super lightweight, so I didn't mind carrying it at all. And um, yeah, it was fucking cool. We got a picture together. We were walking around all ganged up, and um, it was tight. Uh, there was a certain point, though, with like it feels like it happens every um every con that we've been to so far which is only two so 
but that's a trend. Um, I'll just get tired of being around them or they'll get tired of being around me and uh, I just got to do my own shit. So, like, what happened this time was we were sitting around not really doing anything. Uh, It was around 4 o'clock. We had already done all the panels and stuff that we were looking at for the day and I was waiting on them to go get go get food we had talked about getting sushi and so I was waiting on that like when are we getting sushi Kevin said six I was like god damn okay so I was sitting there and then at like five Ricardo goes hey I think me and Kevin are gonna get pizza and I was like oh word okay so I got my shit together and left and um I don't ever really do this, but I went and got sushi by myself. Figured, fuck it, I'm in I'm in a different town. I, I want sushi, I'm going to go get fucking sushi. And it was within walking distance, only five minutes from the convention center. Super fucking convenient. So I walked over there, and I didn't have to wait because I was by myself. I went straight to the bar. I'm going to get a drink real quick. I sat up there, and the bartender came up. He was like a, like you you would look at him and kind of guess that his job was a bartender. You know, he was tall, really slim. He had a clean cut with his hair, pretty short all around, and then he uh, blonde hair, and then he had like a one of those twirly mustaches. You know what I'm saying? He looked like the, the a bartender. He came up and he said, "You getting anything to drink?" And I really uh, that caught me off guard. I might have gotten something, but I was like, "No, I was actually curious about the sushi menu." And then I, I got the sushi menu, and when he came back, I looked at the happy hour. I was like, are you guys still doing happy hour? was going to try to snag me a margarita if he'd let it slide, but he said that ended at 6. It was about 6, 6.40, something like that. So it took me a while to get down to the sushi, okay? I, <laughs> I was chilling. I, like I'm, I'm not mentioning it, but in between all of this so far has been drinking and smoking. This whole time, I'm, I'm in a constant state of inebriation pretty much. Um, the sushi was really good, and what what I realized about sitting at the bar was watching the bartender like run around and constantly be working and pouring drinks and shit. That really made me respect him more and uh, want to leave a bigger tip. So um, I don't know, good for him. <laughs> it was pretty good though. Uh, I had walked around a, a bit earlier by myself too. And I actually did some recording on the mobile recorder that I brought. I still have to download it to my parents' laptop and listen to it because I don't think this my computer has an SD card slot. And I haven't gotten like an adapter to USB or anything like that. So this is what we got to deal with for now. I also talked to Ricardo a little bit. Um, I think later this on, on Saturday or, or maybe it was on Friday. Either way, I talked to Ricardo a little bit. We had like a nice little 30-minute conversation. So whenever I download that stuff and listen to it and make sure it sounds not ass, I'll um, upload that. Probably do like, um, I don't know. I don't know what I'll call it. I'll try to keep the theme going. Y'all know how it is. Um, but after sushi, we were uh, going to get ready for the party. That started at 8. I think we uh, started drinking around 9. Um just, you know, getting ready. We we had a shit ton to choose from, man. Let me tell you about the selection. We had, um, I tried Trulies for the first time, which I can honestly say are the best seltzer that I've had. Uh, way better than White Claw. There's just no, like, if I'm drinking White Claws, I kind of got to toss them back a little bit. 
But Trulies, oh my goodness, I could sip on a Truly, let me tell you. And um, I don't feel ashamed about it either. Well, I, l- seltzers aren't my go-to. I'm, I'm going to go to liquor, but if someone has them, I'll drink them. Trulies, fucking A1. Tried Twisted Teas for the first time. Those were bangers, too. You can't taste the alcohol at all. I can just sip on a Twisted Tea. Any flavor, it doesn't matter. Um, what else? High Noons, those were okay. We had uh, some Tito's. We finished off Kevin's bottle of uh, tamarind vodka. Um, Smirnoff, I think. We fin- or I-, I finished off like half of that fucking um, Jim Beam Black thing. I had my half a bottle of um, Fireball. Damn, what else do we have? He brought Jim Beam Vanilla, I think. So we were we were getting um, thoroughly fucked up for this dance, and I made sure Michael did too because the uh, the er- earlier the earlier day, the previous day, Friday when we were at the concert, he was like, "Man, I am not fucked up enough for this." And then when we were walking around on Saturday, he was talking about some. Man, I need to take two extra shots before we leave for the party tonight. So when we were all drinking and Michael was just sitting over there by himself, I was like, "Hey, bro, you better get start getting fucked up because I don't want to hear it in a second when you're we're all down there having a good time and you're sitting in the corner with a straight face." All right. So he started sipping a little hard, which might have been a mistake. Okay, you know, if if you heard the last Anime Dallas podcast, then you know that. I ended up getting fucking spewed on because I was laying on the floor and uh, Michael had a little bit too much to drink. And as he was running to the toilet whilst throwing up, he splashed in my direction. I was in the splash zone, I found out. And it got in my eyes and I had to run over and douse my shit. And yeah, whole experience. And so maybe maybe telling him to drink a little bit more was a mistake this time around. You know, we were going to find out. Um, so once we once we got thoroughly inebriated, right? We we heard there was a, or we heard there was a line for the party uh, at the front. So we walked out to hurry up and get in it. And as we shut the door, we looked two doors down, and we see the dude from Friday with the two piercings, the furry. We see him getting out. So. You know, we're like, hey, what's up, man? What's up? And he's like, hey, guys, yo, yo, what's up? He said, oh, are, y- are y'all finna go to the party? We we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard the line was pretty long, man. And he's like, yeah, the line is long. But look, look, look. If you go around to the patio, because we were staying at the hotel with the party, like it was in the ballroom at the hotel we were staying at. He's like, look, man, if you go around to the patio and then you just chill, kind of chill around for a second, and then you walk in through the back, no one's going to say anything. No one's going to check your badge. Nothing. You'll just get right in skip the line. You're like, yo, really, really? Hey, have you already been down there? How is it? And he's like, man, it's fucking dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we all just laughed. And we're like, hey, what are you finna do? And then by that point, he was already walking away from us. Like, I, 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 tried, I tried to see what the play was. And then I looked back at the guys, and they kind of shrugged because they knew that I tried, but he just didn't hear me. It is what it is, but... He gave us the hookup because you know what? We went to that patio. We went through the back and fuck that stupid ass line, bro. We did not even need to get in. It was really fucking cool. Shout out to that dude. Shout out to that furry. You know, if he's listening to that podcast, uh, this podcast right now, shout out to you, bro. But we got in there 
and it did not take us long to get to the middle. It was uh, me, Kevin, and uh, Michael mainly. Ricardo and Johnny were behind us. They actually dipped out early. I don't think Ricardo was feeling it, to be honest, but it is what it is, you know. Uh, me, Kevin, and Michael stayed behind and had a good time. We made our way to the middle, and we were dancing around, and um, there, were, there were these dudes dressed up as the Akatsuki, right? It, it was this group of friends, I guess, and they had taken it upon themselves to be the um, the chauffeur to the middle for anybody who wanted to fucking show off their dance moves, you know what I'm saying? So they the the there was this dude with a blonde hair and a blue mask, uh, just point point pointing on people, tapping on people in the back. Hey mate, you want in the middle? And I'm not gonna lie, the whole night the only thing that was on my mind was is this dude really Australian? Is this really his accent? Or is he just, you know, I think I'm going to be Australian this weekend. You know, so some people, get, when they get away, they, they're going to do something different. They're going to live a different life. I, I just couldn't tell. I mean, it wasn't, it was way too loud. There's way too much going on to fucking ask or to try to pick apart his accent, you know. But that, that, just, that just never left my mind. I just thought I'd share that. But this dude was... um. He was grabbing people left and right and throwing them in the middle. I mean, we had all kinds of shit going on. There was um, there was a dude dressed up as Chef from South Park. I actually got a picture with him in the middle of all that shit, but he went in the middle. Um, there was this huge dude, like, swole motherfucker, but kind of, like, it was kind of dad bod, but it was just fucking mass. Like, this dude was built like a WWE wrestler, like, almost like Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was pulled into the middle, and he was at least six feet five, six foot five tall. Like I feel like, you know, those videos that you see where people are like running down a basketball court, and they do a front flip, and it just looks like they leave the Earth's gravity for a second to do that shit. It looks like he could have done two of those in a row before landing if he tried. Like this dude was fucking yoked. He he got in the middle, and as soon as he got in the middle, me and Kevin locked eyes. And he, Kevin said what I was thinking. He said, this Johnny Sins looking motherfucker. This Johnny Sins dude in the middle. And uh, I, I was like, man, he's goals for us, huh? And we just fucking stood there in awe of respect, respecting him. And then he hopped out the middle. And there was this one dude who kept jumping in the middle that was like, his whole shtick was being emotionless. Like, he, you look around at everybody, everybody's like, yeah, 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 jumping up and down, hands in the air and shit. You know, some people got their eyes closed, they're vibing. Everybody's doing their own thing, you know, not really thinking about it. And then there's this dude that just, like, has a straight-ass face. Like, literally, you know, if you do dash underscore dash on your keyboard, like, that's the face that he's trying to maintain the whole time. And so he would jump in the middle and he would always like have his hands placed on him in awkward positions. Like he would have his right hand like going across his neck and then like his other hand would be like on his chest or some shit. And then he would get in the middle and he, you could tell that he just knew that everybody was looking at him. So he started putting on that show. It was, you know, he was doing his own thing. It was kind of cool. But I even asked Kevin after and he's like, yeah, that shit got annoying. So I know I wasn't the only one, but um, he would do. I don't even, I'm not a dancing person, but the way I would put it is a lot of hand-based shit. You know, he kind of moved his hand around, and then he would move to it, and he would, like, do some wavy shit, and then, like, grab a pyramid that wasn't there and, and, and adjust around it. You know what I'm saying? That dude kept going in the middle. 
there was one guy I felt so bad for him. There was one guy where he was getting hype as fuck. He was getting hype as fuck. The dude, you know, the the Kotsky dude tapped him. Hey, mate, you want to go in the middle? He must have said yes because they started pulling him. And he got in there. He started getting around. You know, you got to wait for the big old beat drop before you start doing what you're doing. And then, and then the song fucking ended. And me and Kevin were like, oh, we felt bad for him, bro. We felt so bad for this dude. The song just hold the, the DJ or the song just hold the fuck out of this dude. And so he just kind of had to like, you know, he was sitting there in the middle. Everybody was looking. He was dancing around, prepping, getting ready. And then the shit died. So he just kind of had to keep dancing, prepping, dancing. And then he just walked out the middle like nothing happened. And I felt so bad for him. And the worst part is, that's not the only time it happened to that one dude because he came in the middle again, bro. Me and Kevin saw him. We're like, oh, yo, he's finna get it. He's finna redeem himself. We started hyping him up. We started hyping him up. And the same shit happened again. Oh, my gosh, bro. Twice in one night? Are you kidding me? And, you know, through all this shit, I, I, at some point, I looked over at Kevin. I was like, man, I don't even know like what I would do if they pushed me in the middle, bro. That shit looks so fucking scary. Like, I, I would I would just do the worm or some shit. I don't know, man. And he was like, yeah, bro, I don't even know, bro. And so, you know, they keep pulling people in the middle. And then eventually it gets to to a point where, like, no one's in the middle for a second. Not, not super long, but it kind of feels long because... They're pulling people in and out left and right, you know. They're, they're getting two people in there at a time. They're doing some shit. And no one's in there, right? And then the Akatsuki dude with the blonde hair turns to me. You know, we, we've kind of been laughing at each other back and forth, you know, shooting the shit. He's kind of like what I would call like a party acquaintance. We've bumped into each other a few times. If I saw some dude like push the fuck out of him, I'd probably shove the shit out of that dude back just because I've seen this dude in the party a few times, you know what I'm saying? So he, he he's seen me. We're aware of each other's faces. He turns around. He's like, hey, mate, you want to go in the middle? And I was like, nah, not me, man. Not me, man. Because he, he had asked before. And my, my I think what I said was, hey, man, I'm white. You know, I can't dance. And, he, and he, he was like, man, look at me. I am, too. I was in the middle earlier. And I didn't see him. But we also did get there late. So I wasn't going to, you know, call him out on it. But nah, late, a little bit later, he's like, you want to get in the middle? I was like, nah, not me, man. But by this point, another dude had already turned around and said, yeah, you, you get in the middle. You get in the middle. And I was like, nah, why me, bro? Like, I started getting, but by that point, I was already getting pushed. And soon enough, I was in the fucking middle, and I was looking around, and nobody was next to me. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's going down. And so uh, as soon as I processed what was going on, I was on the floor doing doing the worm doing doing my best attempt at the fucking worm okay i don't know how long i did it how many times i just kind of dropped and did that shit because uh it was a lot at once it was um and then i i did that shit and i hopped up and as soon as i saw kevin he was in the most inner circle of the middle like he must have known he had to be there for me because as soon as i saw him you know I, like, reached my hand, put it around his back, and, like, got the fuck out the middle as soon as I could. And um, I asked him later, I was like, man, be honest, bro. Did I really do the worm? Or, and he's like, nah, you just kind of got down there and did some air push-ups. But it was cool, though. <laughs> it, you know, you know how it is. Everybody was trying to have a good time. I fucking, I did my best. I did what I could have done, but 
it's cool to say that I got pulled in, you know. And um, I'm not gonna lie, there was uh, there were two key crisis moments that happened during this whole thing, during the dance, and they weren't even at the dance itself. They were uh, during our potty breaks. There were there were twice where me and Michael both looked at each other and we both had that look in our eyes. So we left and uh, <laughs> we we rushed back to the hotel room. And the first time, man, he got to the restroom first and he started peeing. And dude, you could have swore that he had like a gun to my fucking family's heads the way that I was begging him and pleading with him to please, bro, please hurry, bro, please squeeze it out, bro, please, 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 bro, bro, I'm about to come in there with you, fam, bro, please squeeze it out, bro, hurry up, and he's on, the, he's, he's just, this is through the bathroom door, by the way, he's right back at me, like, no, bro, bro, I'm going, bro, it's, I'm going as fast as I can, bro, bro, I'm, I'm squeezing out, bro, come on, bro, I'm squeezing, and so I'm sitting there, you know, <laughs> you know, dancing back and forth, and finally, he gets out of the restroom, so I fucking bolt in there, and you know what I'm saying machine gun my shit out and we're good no no piss got on the floor not not on my clothes nowhere so we made it we headed back down and uh sadly when we were leaving the dance for good the same thing happened again and I on our way back up to the hotel room it's on the second floor so it was a little of a walk I told Michael I was like motherfucker you went first last time I'm getting in first this time I do not care and Michael went I'm going to be honest with you, G. If you go in first, I'm going in the fucking shower because I cannot hold it. And I was like, Michael, you're not going in the shower because we still had to use that bitch in the morning. And I'm not I'm not trying to use a shower after someone else has peed in it. You know what I'm saying? Mental thing. And so we got back, and I ran in there, and I was like, bro, I'm going as fast as I can, bro. Finna be a 30-minute piss, bro. I'm, I'm squeezing it out. And, you know, same same exact situation as earlier, but reversed roles. He's like, bro, you better hurry up, bro. I'm like, dude, I'm squeezing. I'm going. I'm going. And it's going back and forth and back and forth. And this time, the situation was so dire that I didn't even, like, I didn't even shut the door, first of all, when we went in. I was like, Michael, don't look. I'm not shutting the door. He, he was completely fine with that. No arguments from him. And um, whenever I was finished, I didn't even, like, pull my shorts up, too. I just pulled my fucking underwear up and started running out. I was like, go, Michael, go, Michael, go, Michael. He's like, ooh, you know, went in there and pissed. And um, we both made it. We were both good. And the fact that we were just fucking, like, however many shots deep, I was cross-faded. It was to the point where I was, like, getting ready to fight people. Not really, but... On our like walking on our way to our hotel room, there was a couple outside, and this dude said, "Hey, you know," to us and started saying stuff. And like after we had walked past him, he said some shit that I didn't hear. But when we got inside, Michael said that it was like some sly shit, and so I started all this, bro. I wish he would say that shit to me, bro. I'll go out there and whoop his ass, bro. I swear to God. And then Michael's like, bro, he's sitting out there with his, with his wife. And I was like, man, I'll lay him out in fucking front of her, bro. I don't fucking care. Like that type shit. So we were pretty gone. And that just added to the intensity of the situation. The uh, the, the pleading and all that shit. Um, but we finally, you know, we got that situated. Then we went back to Kevin and Ricardo's room, which was now Johnny's room too. And we were sitting down, you know, chilling, listening to shit. And like I said, I was pretty fucked up, so I was having a good time. And this song comes on. It's a pretty well-known song. I'm not going to say 
who it is or what it is because of the context it's about to come up. But pretty well known song, and I was like, man, rest in peace to this singer, man. His his um his anniversary just came up of his passing and whatnot, and Johnny was like, yeah, man, rest in peace. And he, he started talking about how good the song was, and then um he said, you know, it's it's something like it's a shame, you know, what they what happened to him though. And I was like, yeah, it sure is. And then he he went on like, you know, did did you know all about it? And I was like, nah, I don't really know, you know, how he died. And he said, it was really weird how he died, you know. And then he started to go on about how all these people thought that he was like a child molester or into like sex trafficking and shit. And I wasn't ready to hear that. Like, I, <laughs> I really had to just tell myself to just like nod and be like, oh, yeah, really? Because this, I, I mean, this isn't my favorite artist, but you know, I listen to his music pretty regularly, and I've never heard that shit before. And for him to have just been like, "Yeah, bro, this is a good ass song. Rest in peace," and then to just start saying this shit, well, yeah, you know, if I'm being honest, I think he was a chomo. Like that threw me way the fuck off, and I was not, I was way too fucked up to have that discussion conversation. So I just played it off pretty quickly. But um, that's about all. I remember specifically from Saturday night after the dance because I ended up passing out on Kevin's bed, which um, I found that out at when they woke me up at 3 a.m. Uh, Kevin claims that they had been trying to wake me up a few times, and the only way that he did get me to wake up was by, like, grabbing my spine, my spinal cord, like, my through my back, just, like, pinching my bones or some shit, and that finally woke me up. Um... But I was kind of mad because when I woke up, Michael wasn't there anymore. And Michael was the only one with a room key. I had left my shit in there earlier when we went to pee. But I was like, Michael, you got yours, right? And he's like, yeah, I got mine. So we were fine. We walked back down. But I was pissed. I was like, bro, why the fuck didn't Michael just get me when he was leaving, dude? What the fuck? Why did y'all let me lay here for like long enough for it to become a problem and then be pissed at me? Like, what the hell? And um, I, I was mad because it had been an hour or so since he left and I thought he was going to be asleep that's what they were saying they're like bro he's probably asleep he's not responding to the text I was like bro if that motherfucker is asleep I'm going to beat the goddamn door down bro I promise and I went up there and you know I got ready to I went and waited a second but um, he opened it so I went in there and laid down and all was good and that was Saturday uh, walking around with the Ichigo cosplay I got a I got a few compliments, and I actually took a picture with someone, so that was cool. I, I realized I didn't talk about the Ichigo cosplay too too much. That's why I'm kind of touching back on it right now. I'm definitely going to cosplay again next year. I think we're doing the Phantom Troop. We're going to be uh, dressed in suits and shit. I'm doing Shalnark. That's the dude with the phone that can control people. He's got, like, a blonde bowl cut all the way around his shit. Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to cut my hair. Right, I was going to shave all my shit off. I've been planning on it. I've been looking forward to it for a long-ass time. And Saturday, after I did the cosplay, that's the only thing in my mind that I was keeping my hair for. I was planning on cutting my hair, but... Um, there was a there was a meeting... Maybe it was more like a conference... You know, we'll, we'll call it a discussion... But the point is, uh, 
an executive decision was made, and I'm not cutting my hair, at least not for right now. So, um, yeah, that's what it is, and um, I don't know. I'm thinking about getting it, like, going somewhere and getting it faded by somebody, because Kevin said it, it would look pretty good, or something like that. He said I should. I don't know if he said it would look pretty good. I hope so, but. Uh, he goes to the barber like every three weeks, so I might just tag along with him one or one point, or just you know find out who his guy is and go because I don't have to have somebody there with me to get my hair cut. You know what I'm saying? It's not my mommy at Cool Cuts for kids, which was a dope ass place by the way. They had video games and haircuts. That's the perfect way to market to kids. But uh, mom said it was expensive as shit, so we didn't go there too much. I guess they had to pay to keep the fucking game cubes on. They always had um, what's the Samus game? I don't know, Metroid, Metroid, Metroid Zero, some shit like that. Um, damn, where, what was I about to, oh, but, um, you know, it turns out, maybe that's for the best that I didn't cut my own hair, because a- Aiden said that when I cut my own hair, I look like a an edgy Nazi, don't think that's a compliment, and then when I came, came back, when Michael came back to the room and I told him that I wasn't going to cut my shit, he was like, "Good, bro. You look like you're you look like a cancer patient when <laughs> when you do that shit." I was like, "Oh, okay." So apparently, everybody's been hating on my shit the whole time and hasn't said anything. But it is what it is. We'll figure it out. I'm, I'm gonna do something with this shit. Um, to be determined. But that was it for Saturday. Uh, I don't think I missed any important shit. Sunday, we woke up. And went to this bar for breakfast. It was called the Reservoir. They said they walked by earlier um, on their way to get pizza Saturday. And it looked pretty good. So we stopped by for breakfast. And I got to say, that shit was a banger. I was deciding between one one item on the menu with uh, Belgian waffles. I was one item with um, like French toast. But I decided on something called the Three Piggies, I think. It had bacon, pulled pork, and ham, and then eggs, and um, I think it was all like a scramble. They brought it out in a skillet. They came with these potatoes that were so fucking good. Everyone's shit looked great. I think we all had a great time there. It was a really, really good breakfast. I'm glad we went because um, food was kind of a problem at this shit, and um, you know, you got to have food just like a ship's got to have an anchor. Yeah, um, you gotta have food just like a ship's gotta have an anchor, G. So, we had brought ba- uh, me and Michael had brought a variety pack of chips, but by Sunday that shit was finished, and I had eaten you know three hot dogs from the cafe. We got in a food truck once, but um, food was scarce, so I was really glad that we got out and had this good breakfast because that shit filled me up, and I was good for like pr- I think the rest of that day, if I'm being honest. Um, and then Sunday we walked around the dealer's den again. Uh, which was, we found out, the, or I found out, I'm pretty sure Kevin was already clued into this, I found out that was the optimal day to go buy shit, if you're not too worried about, you know, getting something specific, having stuff sold out, because that's when everybody has their deals. Me and Michael got um, these two prints for 10 bucks, and they were really fucking cool. Normally they would have been 10 bucks each, or 20 bucks each, or whatever it was. So Sunday we walked around, and I'm not going to lie. I bought a shit ton of pins. 
I don't even have a fucking pin board. We had to leave it in Chicago when Michael and Rogelio drove up to pick me up because there wasn't enough room in the car. We had, we just left that bitch in the dumpster, so I don't have a pin board. And, um, you know, it's no big loss leaving that bitch in the dumpster because I would gotten it for free anyways on the school app. Someone was like, I have a, a pin board that I don't have space for. Does anyone want it? And I said, hell yeah. I got it, and then two weeks later, turns out I didn't have space for it either. Um, but I did not give it to anybody. I gave it to the fucking dump. That's tough. But anyways, I got a lot of pins. I got this Hestia pin that kind of has, uh, you know, it's a heart-shaped pin that has her tits on it. That's, you know, I didn't just buy that. It was buy one, get one free. I got a Bond pin, too. That's from Seven Deadly Sins. It's uh, the same style. It's a heart-shaped pin and just has his chest on it. I felt like that kind of balanced it out. There weren't any other characters I wanted. Bond was the only dude, and Hestia was the only girl I recognized, okay? Uh, we got the Josuke pin. We oh, He's actually a cat, and, and the pin is cat-shaped. And then an Okiyasu pin. It's uh, also cat-shaped. And then, wait, this I don't think this is Josuke. This is fucking Jotaro. Whatever. Uh, I got a Totodile keychain that uh, it's like um. It's like a little stuffed animal. He's like sewed together and shit. You can see stitches and a button for his eye. Totodile is my favorite starter. That's why I got it. And then I got this charm that has Ventus on it from Kingdom Hearts. And then on the back, it has Venitas, which is like his evil half. So that's kind of cool. They're on the same charm. And uh, you flip it over. There's It's like a star background and the color changes and shit. It's pretty dope. Um, also got this... Uh, Evolution charm. It has Vaporeon, Eevee, and Flareon looking. Uh, it's kind of crudely drawn, but like in a good way, if that makes sense. It's the art style. It's pretty nice. I got a Sora pin, the star shaped, and another um, key keychain that looks like Aqua, or that looks like the Vent Ventus one that's Aqua, and on the back side, it's dark Aqua. It's got a nice blue color on the front, and then on the back, it's this nice deep purple. Looks really nice with her gray hair. And then I've got the Akon badge right here. I've got another two more buttons under that. I've got an Axel button and then a Levi button. Uh, I'm sorry, not Levi. A Titan Aaron button. And then the two prints I ended up getting. One, The one that I got with Michael, it was just like this own dude's drawings and shit. It was like uh, it's King Arthur or some shit. It's pretty damn cool, to be honest, for what we paid. He's got arrows coming out of his back. And uh, the sword's drawn really nicely. And then the print that I'm happiest about, because you know me, I'm a Kingdom Hearts fan. Uh, I thought I was a big Kingdom Hearts fan. It turns out, not as big as other people, because I went to this Kingdom Hearts uh, quiz trivia show panel, because it was like the only Kingdom Hearts thing going on. So I was like, I, I have to go to it. And I sat down, and they picked five people to go up there and answer questions in like a Jeopardy-style quiz show. Man, am I glad I didn't raise my hand because I would have gotten pretty much all of them wrong except the one that I did know and that shit was just burning me on the inside. So they got they, the question came up and it was like who is the master of two students whose names start with E and X? And it took me like a second for it to process in my head because he has a secret identity at first. But then in my head I was like, "Oh, it's fucking it's Ansem, Ansem the Wise." And they said, like, Master of Masters, fucking Mickey, Yen Sid, you know, some shit. And in my head, I'm just like, Master of Masters, fucking, no, no, no. Answer the wise, answer the wise, answer the wise. And, of course, 
they reveal the answer. It's Ansem the Wise, and you know I'm in the back. Fuck! Not really, not really. Internally, maybe a little bit, but so I guess I'm not as a big of his fan, as big of a fan as I thought I was. But I really, really wanted a Kingdom Hearts print. I got one last year of Axel. He's probably he's my favorite or second favorite character. Got one of him. That's just a uh, like a nice portrait shot. This time I found it was like one of the last things I found. It was I was walking down like this. This was the last row of shops I was gonna look at because the dudes had ditched me. Uh, they walked. They just you know we had stayed together the whole time looking at stuff. If someone wanted to look at something, they said something, and you know we all waited a little bit. And then I went to look at something, and when I went back, they were all gone. So the dudes had ditched me. I was like, fuck it. This is the last row I'm gonna look at. And I saw this print. It's a um, Axel's the tallest one of the three, so it's Axel standing with Roxas and Shion uh, in front of him. He's holding them in his arms like they're all laughing and shit. Um, I'm pretty sure one of them has a sea salt ice cream. That's like their, um, that's their, not icon, What's a, that's their symbol. Like they, they all got that together. They're called the sea salt trio pretty much. And um, they're just smiling and laughing. And those are like three of my favorite characters. So I, I had I, I wasn't gonna get it. Like I saw it, I saw how much it was, and I started to walk away and leave. But then I just kept thinking about it, and I thought, man, I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna be upset if I don't have that when I get home. If I, you know, if I'm looking through my shit, I, all I'm gonna think is I should have gotten that. So I turned back around and I'm like, hey, do you have that one up there? And the dude was like, oh, you got the last one. And I was like, really? He's like, nah. He's <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> but he got it for me and um i'm really glad i bought it it was really cool you know I, i'm gonna tell jonathan tomorrow uh or i was i was gonna tell him today but he was busy and i went and took a nap um, but i'm gonna tell him tomorrow man like you could do this shit you really could he's good at drawing i mean there's a picture of deadpool on the fridge that he drew where like half of his uh mask is ripped off or some shit and it looks really good, uh, or maybe I'm. It is Deadpool, yeah. Uh, it looks really good. Like, I want to say, you know, I really want to instill to him, like, if you try and if you practice and if you get good at drawing, you know, start an Instagram, post your shit. You could do this one day. Like the whole time, he's like, "Can can you take me to Akon? Can I go with you?" It's like, no, you're not really old enough, man. But maybe if I really drive home, you know, you could be one of these fucking booths sitting up here selling your artwork for a living maybe maybe if i could drive that home you know he'll he'll just take that to heart you know try a little bit because i know if i thought what i would what i think now about you know talking and shit the podcast and everything if i thought that way back then i would have started something i don't think it would have been a podcast but some some sort of medium of like that and uh it's kind of what I want to do with my kids. It's the same shit, you know. If there's something that they like to do that they could do forever and it would just work out that way, then I want to, you know, push them to it. I want to guide them to that shit. So I'm going to try to tell them. I've already told him before. Um, not not like telling him. Like, it's advice. I wasn't being a dick. I, I was very intentionally not being a dick because uh, – I know, especially when you're younger, and especially when it's someone who is always a dick, when they tell you something, it's like, oh, here they go telling me to do this shit again. But I came, I was really, uh, I was really easy about it, I'm pretty sure. And I even started, I said, 
do you want my advice or no? That's how I started the conversation. He was like, yes. And I said, if I was, if I was your age and I had to do it all over again, I would spend way less, way less time playing video games. The, I, I would dump my hours into, I, I, I don't know, you know, it doesn't matter. Any, a talent, something that you get better at. Uh, I, you know how, how badass of a drummer I would be right now if I didn't have like fucking six months of my life cumulative, cum, cumulatively dumped into League of Legends. You know, if I had just like chopped that in half and dumped that into drums or like fucking sewing i could be a master seamsman by now not not exactly but you get what i'm saying like i would it was it would be a legitimate skill that i would possess instead of oh you remember that time we fucking beat the shit out of this one scion Oh, you remember that time i was playing shaco and i got an s plus you know what i mean and i basically put that into words for him the best that i could that um Time is valuable, pretty much. And and I even, like, kind of bounced it out a little bit. I said, I'm not saying not to play video games, because, you know, I still play games. Not very much anymore, but, you know, all I'm saying is, if I could go back, then I would have spent a lot more time doing something productive that I can build on. And, um, you know, it seemed like he listened, but I don't really feel like he's changed his habits. Not that I expected him to. It was literally just one a type of thing, like, I, I would hope someone would tell me this if they, you know, saw it and realized it. So I did, and I haven't been on his ass like, hey, do you remember what I said? You know, I haven't mentioned it at all since then because it's not it's not about that, and it's not my job to be on his ass. But I might, you know, show him one of these prints and be like, hey, you could do this, dude. Like, for real, you, you're good at drawing. Like, I, I wish I was good at drawing. You could do this for real. And he's, um, he's like talking to this dude, uh, he's like mentoring him at church. He's, um, he's a jeweler. He makes rings and earrings and bracelets and stuff. Uh, one second water. And he's a really nice dude. My dad was doing some work for him and he, uh, has an engrave laser engraving machine and he engraved my dad's logo and all of his tools for him for free. Um, that bracelet that I was talking about, I, I don't know if I said for sure, but it's stainless steel. It was like literally one or two links too short to fit my hand. So, um, I went to Elliot's and got these two stainless steel rings that were about the same size, put them on there with some pliers. Well, um, dad took the bracelet over there and the dude, uh, welded it together and polished it, polished them off. So it, you really cannot, like I said before that you couldn't tell the difference, but now it's shiny like the rest too, so it it really does look like that shit was intended to be on there. So this is a nice guy, and he's um teaching Jonathan how to do stuff. Like I don't know the specifics, I haven't heard about it, but um like Jonathan has always been a really crafty person. He's he's always leaving a fucking popsicle sticks and cut up paper and messes around because he's always making shit. He's got a scythe in the fucking garage that he made out of a bamboo pole and some shit. He's got a plethora of swords and, you know, all this other stuff that he's always making. So I feel like, I feel like if he had like the, the, the foresight that I have from existing and living and having experienced stuff, if he had what I have in that sense, like he would see that his path is clearly set out for him 
and like, oh shit, this is, you know, this is my life right here. I could do this and be fucking cool. You know, he could fucking be a jeweler and that's like not, well, I don't know, of course. That's a, um, like a non-intensive job that's pretty cool, would make a lot of money. He'd get cool and it's like a hobby that he already likes. So he could do that for real money and then he could do his drawing and shit for his passion and then make some side money off that and there it is so i think i'm gonna try to say that to him because you know shit like that matters if if he's someone makes him aware of it now and he wasn't then maybe he'll start thinking about it differently and start planning and shit i don't know sorry i'm kind of running out of breath um i don't know i don't i don't know it's kind of late in the game for me to be a good brother i guess but i do care as as hard as that is to believe for maybe my parents or I do care. I want the best for them, but I don't have patience. And so I got to balance shit out. One second. I got to use the restroom. All right. Now that I'm not sitting here trying not to piss myself, um, you know, talking with that sense of urgency, I feel like that's the same feeling everybody got when they were put in the middle, you know, that, that PP feeling, you know, like, Oh shit, I got to do something. I got to do something. I got to go. Uh, maybe that's a stretch either way. Yeah. I just, um, you know, I, it's pretty, pretty clear to me that he could fucking kick ass doing that shit. So I'm going to say something tomorrow, I think. But, um, yeah, that was it for Akon. Um, I left Sunday right after I was, uh, done buying everything. So, uh, yeah. And it was an easy drive home too. So no big deal there. Um, and then today I, I was just very, I was really dreading work. I didn't want to get up to go to the gym either, but I did. Made myself go, got some motivation, you know, um, and went to work. And it was a pretty good day. I'm not even going to lie. Um, you know, last week, the new guy tried to fight me. I, I realize it's late in the podcast to bring this shit up. The new guy tried to fight me. He was fucking tripping. He wanted to do, look, I, I, here, I, I'll, uh, tell you the context we were doing a job i was gluing shit and then the next thing you do is pin it's two pins boop boop and then it's done so i was just gluing it and then pinning it and then putting that shit up and he came over and he was like hey i'm a a pin and i was like nah bro i got it it's no big deal and so i I, you know i kept working kept doing my shit and he's like nah nah nah, i'm a pin and i was like nah fam it's really like it's not that big of a deal you know if you want you want something to do you can go grab a broom go sweep or whatever you know find something to do and I, st- I kept pinning that shit, and he was like, he was s- still over there, like, you know, it was obvious he, he wanted to do that shit, so I was like, all right, bro, I'm gonna finish this one, and then you can just do the whole thing, you know, I'll go sweep, so I, was, and then I started to walk away, like, I, I started to walk away, I didn't say shit else to him, I was like, here, you go, do, you do it, and I'll go sweep, and that's when he was like, I'm gonna take your ass outside, beat your ass, bro, I swear to God, bro, let's go outside, and, um, yeah, uh, he was just fucking went off, you know, all this, you know, fuck this job, I don't need this job, all this shit, and I just started walking away from, like, I was already walking away to look for the broom, and I didn't stop, I was just, you know, still looking for that broom, he's like, come on, bro, come outside, bro, I'm finna take you outside, bro, and I'm like, I was like, bro, you can go outside, you finna be out there by yourself, you know, I'm not going outside, I'm trying to find this broom, and, you know, he's doing all this shit, I just walked away. It wasn't worth it. It's work, dude. One, I need the job. 
too, it, you know, I wasn't even mad at him. Like, he was fucking pissed off, and I was just looking at him like a dumbass, bro. Like, what the fuck? You, why do you, what do you want me to do, fam? And then, you know, Robert finally comes out, and Robert doesn't see any of this fucking meltdown. He just sees the dude walking around afterwards. He's like, get back to work. What are y'all doing? And I said to him, I was like, yo, the dude tried to start problems. I was walking away. I didn't, you know, didn't want shit to do with it. And, um, you know, he walks away. We get, we get back to, we're about ready to work. And then Cullen comes by and pulls us both in the back. He's like, are you too good? I was like, yeah, I mean, we're good. And then the other dude, the new guy, goes on this long-ass spiel about how, man, I really need this job, bro. You know, I got kids. You know, I you know, I respect everybody up here. I know I'm not running shit, bro. And uh, blah, 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 blah. Goes on this long-ass shit. And in, in the process of this, he says, like, this shit that I fucking hate, bro. He said... You know, I'm from I'm from Louisiana, bro, and and how we do around there, bro. I'm either gonna I'm either gonna shoot you or I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight you, you know. And I I looked I looked over him and I was like, all right, well we're not doing we're not doing either of that here. So, and you know, he kept on talking dumbass shit, and I looked at Cullen. We were, we were all three standing in the back. I, I made eye contact with Cullen a couple times, you know, saying this dude's still fucking talking. And so I, I lo- finally look over. I'm like, are we good? And that, that cuts him off. He's like, yeah, we good. And then we all walk back and whatever. And for the rest of the week, fam, it's like that shit didn't even happen. Same thing today. I came back in like that shit never even fucking happened. So, uh, yeah, dude almost tried to fight me over nothing and then flipped the script so fucking quick. That was uh, pretty crazy by him, dude. But um, it is what it is. That's part of the job. Robert got rid of some bees also. We had a beehive in the back corner of the shop. And initially when he was taking me back there telling me about it, I thought he was just going to have me go back there and spray some shit to kill the bees. So I was really happy when he said that he just wanted me to clear the stuff out so the bee people could come. Um, I watched him lift that shit up and, uh, you know, he didn't get stung or anything. So good on him. But that was pretty cool. It just Just whatever happened at the shop that week. And then also, I listened to Randy Travis a little bit. And all I want to say about Randy Travis is I really love his voice, man. His, that shit is so comforting. He just has a laid-back twang that uh, puts me at ease. I listened to um, old 10 by 9 old 8 by 9 It's a picture frame. Old 10 by 7 Randy Travis. Let me see. Randy Randy Travis, old eight by ten. All right, yeah, I listened to that. That album was really good all the way through. A lot of love songs, and um, yeah, he just has a nice bassy, twangy voice that um, puts me at ease, bro. Uh, Deeper than the holler is one of the off this record. Um, Written in stone. Oh my gosh, I think that is the uh, best song off of this. If I had to tell you to go listen to one of these songs. Written in Stone, beautiful, beautiful love song about uh, leaving a mark behind and that mark lasting forever and it being written in stone that how he feels for you and how he loves this girl and yeah, good shit. But um, this was the Acon podcast. Thank you for listening and um, I'll get the I'll get the other foot or the other recordings out whenever I can, whenever I listen back and hear that the you know it's not just. <laughs> It's not all fucked up when it's so uh, I'll post that shit and um thank you for listening. I hope you take it easy and um 
don't judge people off how they look, fam. That's a that's a big thing. That's what I want to drive home today. So um, yeah, later. Oh yeah, and if I didn't say, no one got thrown up on.